like sports? Do you like beer? Do you love sports and beer? Then you're exactly where you need to be. This is the Huge Views and Brews Show on 1252 Sports Chicago. Cheers. Hey everyone, how you doing? Welcome on in, Hughes Views and Brews, live from the Whistle Sports Bar and Grill 159 Studios here in beautiful downtown Lockport. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Usually I always talk sports first, but Mick Dempsey doesn't know a lot about sports, but I would rather talk about beer anyway. So we'll get to the sports because we got we have a big day today. Eddie Olchek stepping away. From the Blackhawks, we've got the All-Star Home Run Derby. Mike wants to hurry up with the show so we can get over to Nick and Ivy. All that stuff. So we got tons of things to talk about. The White Sox won uh, three of four from the Twins. So we'll get into all that stuff. But we're going to talk beer first. Mick Dempsey, uh, one of the brewers over at Miskatonic Brewing. Thanks for coming on in. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. Thanks for coming in. And it's great because I was we were talking that you're basically the first guy to actually come and sit in here other than me and Mike and and Matt, and um, it's great. It's nice to have you in. You volunteered to come on in, and you volunteered to bring beers. So that's even better. Figured that's how I can help. That's you know, even the situation. You know, I know nothing about sports. Beer. Beer's perfect. Beer's great. And I'm going to I'm gonna open one, because I always open one to start the show. Okay. So you can open whichever you want. This, okay. I'm going to open the uh, Avita Zane, my name is NZ Triple. And you can tell me a little bit about it as uh, I open it up and pour it. Okay. Well, I'm going to join you, too, here. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Okay, Avita Zane, uh, NZ Triple. It is a uh, New Zealand uh, triple. Basically, okay. it's a combination of uh, Belgian style with uh, New Zealand hops. So you got a really awesome combination. You have the estery aromas that you get with a Belgian beer. Mm -hmm. um, still traditional enough, but then uh, you have the uh, you have the hops that we got. We got the uh, Nelson Savin and Rawaka, and uh, gives just an awesome kind of white wine grape flavor i could be more technical but no that's fine but that's got to be the, one of the toughest things about doing this with the beers because I, I i tell a lot of people i'm not one of those guys who can go okay i can smell i can smell those i can smell citrus i can smell i'm not that guy i just taste it and if it tastes good i i drink it i, I but how do you even remember all the names of the damn hops there's got to be so, i mean on an estimate how many different hops do you guys use in miskatonic well, oh God, it just, it never ends. No. It just keeps changing. So it's, it's, you just got to keep up with that stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's one of the biggest challenges. Now I'm the, I'm the head grunt. I'm the guy who's down there milling in, I'm adding the yeah. hops. I'm doing that. I'm like, I'm like the blunt force guy. I, I start, I do all the, I work with the boilers. I do all that heavy stuff. And then our head brewer, Corey, mm -hmm. he's the one who does all the fine tuning and making this stuff absolutely excellent he makes the recipes yeah. um it's uh it's killer and this one in particular is a special one because it's a collab with oswego brewing company yep um and the former head brewer mark uh was basically uh Corey's mentor okay so they went back and and since mark just had uh relocate to texas uh Corey and uh and mark got to brew this last beauty and i just think it's out of this world that's it's, really really good this is the first time i've tasted it and i saw it you guys do a lot of collaborations we'll talk a little bit more about that but how did you how did you get started did you get started in beer the same way so many people we've had on got started were you a home brewer or did you just come into this thing because i don't know it was in front of you uh you know it's kind of a the the best way to put it was is that um before before I got into this industry, I was uh, I was uh, an actor. I was trying. Well, I'd say trying to be an actor. Okay. I was doing um, I was doing a production of Grease out in uh, Northwest Indiana. Okay. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought you were gonna be quiet the whole show. It's all good. It's all good. No, but I was doing that show, and then after a matinee, uh, Kenicky, the guy who was playing Kenicky, he goes, "Hey, let's go check out this brewery down the road." Uh, we went down to the brewery. Um, I had a. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Three Floyds, was it? It was Three Floyds. Okay. And I was a metalhead in musical theater, and I was like, "Wait, I like their style. Wait, what's going on here? What? Yeah. What's happening?" That turns out 
my little spot in the north side of Chicago during my little sojourn trying to be an actor was uh, was right by the Hop Leaf. Okay. So I'm like, okay, craft yeah. beer. What's going on? My my days of Guinness and Jägermeister were pretty much mm -hmm. a thing of the past at that point. And uh, so with all what little money I had, I'd spend it. I'd throw it at Hop Leaf, and it's like they had so much selection back then. Like sure. they still do, but it's just like it was like a just learning and. Yeah. You know, basically, basically justifying alcoholism as a means of something lucrative. Like, like I'm trying to do. Yeah, yeah that's it, of course. It inspired me down the road. A lot of Joe jobs ended up operating a forklift at one place, and that gave me enough qualifications to uh, work at the Two Brothers. Okay, that's where I really started. The Two Brothers in Warrenville. In Warrenville, okay. production brewery. Okay. Now I look at it, and and I looked at at your bio and stuff like that. Okay. And, I've done a lot of weird things. I was a shipping clerk at a, at a tile factory. Uh, I've done other things. I worked for a, a circular boy, uh, a circular pa uh, paper, and I had to hire the kids to de deliver them and stuff like that before I got into this this radio thing and then finally got out of it. But I'm looking at yours. Is yours is interesting because you're a heavy metal singer and writer, a dog walker, <laughs> and now, now a beer guy. So mm -hmm. you had you probably had more different kinds of things than I've ever seen before. Well, I've, let me tell you. Let me tell you that. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I got to get better at LinkedIn and Facebook. But you know that's that's one thing. <laughs> but second of all, uh, I love of... that it was all there because I I hate when people just put two things. Okay, you're this old. You've got to have done a lot of. I mean, things. I got I got nothing to hide about no. it. I mean, except like there was a a blur between about 2020. And twenty and we're well, not twenty, twenty ten. Okay, like, eh, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, where it was just like, okay, well, I tried that restaurant, that didn't work out. I tried that restaurant, that didn't work out. There was a while where like, you know, maybe it's me. Yeah. And uh, finally, when I got um, when I started doing more back of house work, I was like, okay, this makes sense to me. Sure. I don't know. Uh, I kind of figured it out, and I was a patron, and it was just the right place at the right time. Yeah, and that's what most that's what most jobs actually end up being right place, right time. A lot of people fall into stuff. So many people that I've dealt with have all been, they were all home brewers. It's like, I made this. And it's like, I always wonder, your friends are always going to tell you stuff's good because they're drinking free beer. It's got alcohol in it. They're yeah. probably going to tell you that. Oh, anyway. no, you see, my friends weren't. Like, I did. I was like, once I was in, I'm like, I'm going to homebrew. Yeah. And like everybody who starts, they always want to do, instead of doing a good classic style, right. they, they always want to do something wild and crazy. I was like, I'm going to do a Belgian style IPA. Oh yeah, sure you are. Tasted like moss, you know? <laughs> yeah. I was lucky that my friends let me know. Sure. The first thing I did that I really thought was awesome, I did a uh, a really uh, heavily hopped uh, Imperial Porter. Okay. And I threw in some honey. And then Three Floyds did that same thing, but with a with a band that I enjoy. And I was like, well, okay, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to really make any new ground or anything but right. whatever you know it's it's cool and then just started doing it yeah. at the at work and i wasn't even a brewer until i'd say three years ago full on because okay. at two brothers i was a tank polisher sure i could which, clean a tank in my sleep but which is like one of the most important jobs at all breweries the guys at goose island had told me that before i knew ryan tucker from goose island uh and he did a lot of stuff and he took me for a whole tour and he showed me he said the most important thing if the tanks aren't clean, we get crap coming out of that, and that whole thing is wasted. And that's important, isn't it? So true. It's unbelievable. It's so true. Yeah, no, it's it's an important part of the job. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It's kind of one of those things where it's definitely not the fun stuff. And what I love is, as a brewer, I'm so good at the not fun stuff. Sure. That the fun stuff's even more fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and the not fun stuff, if, you, if you're willing to do it, a lot of other people aren't. So that's usually the case. So that's usually what happens. You get the jobs that a lot of people may not want. And because of that, you get to grow in what you're trying to do. So, okay. How did you end up at Miskatonic? Because you, you mentioned two brothers. And how did you end up getting to Miskatonic? Well, uh, after two brothers, there was a point where um, I needed to kind of change my direction because I was cleaning tanks. And yeah. that seemed to be my future there. Um, a lot of lovely people there. Yeah. Take Think what you will about them. But uh uh, I had an opportunity to uh, work at another brewery uh, in Wheaton, a little one called Dry City. Mm -hmm. And it was a smaller place. I could, uh, it was, I had to do front of house and back of house. Okay. So basically I would be helping with the brewing operations and bartend at the same, same time. Great. Yeah. Let me tell you, you go from a situation where you're working a restaurant, you know, people, you know, ordering all these different factors, variables down to eight 
beers uh-huh. and, you know, maybe some chips. And yeah. And you're making that stuff. Right. You have such an authority about it when you have people coming in, giving yeah. their opinions. Uh, it was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And I did that two years. Uh, I became the, I assume the role of head brewer about uh, 14 months in. Okay. Uh, that was great. I worked with uh, my buddy Oliver there for a while, and he's moving on. He's going to open a brewery in Batavia. Oh, cool! Called Sturdy Shelter, and so he's 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 doing good. And um, I did a lot of awesome stuff at Dry City. I was very happy with the brews. Um, at Dry City, I did a collabo with a metal band called Yakuza Chicago. Okay, based outfit. The lead singer is probably one of my favorites. Uh, like he's he's. He's just, he just blows my mind. He's just one of the coolest guys. Um, Bruce Lamont. He's in so many bands. And he's from here? Yeah, he's yeah. a Chicagoan. Uh, and the rest of the band is awesome. I got through through a podcast I listened to called Vox and Hops. We got to do this little opportunity. Okay. And our place, we made this beer called The Blood of Our Enemies. And, at, at Dry City. At Dry City. The okay. band that... The, uh, I got to kind of give you my life story. I figured, you know... Oh, provide, that's good. Provide the entertainment dollar, I suppose. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, So... Like I did a lot of awesome stuff there. Like uh, even at Christmas, I dressed as Santa Claus. Sure. The whole thing. Uh, so yada yada. I do that. I do the thing with the uh, boxing hops and yakuza, and it was an awesome gig. Um, last year, when uh, when Skeleton Key had their tragic accident, yeah. With the, well, the the tornado. Right. Um, we just we as a brewery really loved Skeleton Key. Love Skeleton Key and. Uh, so we kind of we went to go buy their stuff like everybody was doing the community yeah. out. and Miskatonic was uh, the home base for all that yeah. operation. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. I thought that was really noble of them. And I had enjoyed their beer before. Sure. Um, and uh, there was just kind of a, a, a moment where uh, I knew they were I heard they were hiring. And my assistant brewer at Dry City, Brianna, she is. I feel like I was in the alert. Like if anything, I got to meet Josh and Corey. Yeah. And they they liked me enough. So that's that's kind of how that's how that's I how you got there. And, and I was going to ask you about that. I wasn't sure exactly when you got to Miskatonic, but I was over at uh, Miskatonic for the for the event when you know. First of all, they were selling all of the uh, Skeleton Key beer over there uh, just on one afternoon. They had whatever Skeleton Key could salvage mm-hmm. out of their place before you know before the insurance companies came in and got grabbed everything, and uh, or at least obviously it was safe to go in. And then Miskatonic also had the fundraiser. And the fundraiser was a riot. I was there with my girlfriend Linda. We saw all these people, and it was just unbelievable. And then the uh, the auction that was there. I mean, and Miskatonic probably had. Now you can tell me more because obviously you're there all the time. But it seems like they have one of the biggest footprints because it's it's a pretty big place. Now you may not think it's as big because maybe you have more tanks or more other things than other people do. But it seems they have more space than a lot of the breweries have. I think we've got we've got options, but uh, you know I I love it. Room for activities. Yeah, I mean, and that's what you guys do all, all the time. Karate. Yeah, <laughs> oh, could. you know it. Those can be some karate. Trying to build a bunk bed there, <laughs> and I just I just want to pull up bar. I mean, that's all I want. Uh huh. Like, the ass a lot of the <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, it's all good. But bring but, it on. We'll work it out. But I, I mean, it's great too because there's weird weird little things that certain bars have. And I love the little thing, and you probably had nothing to do with it. I'm probably sure you had nothing to do with it because they had a. But the way they serve their flights, they've got like a little metal thing, and it's like in a V, and they're perfect. It's great. And I, when I go there, when I go to breweries the first time, I always get a flight, or at least try to. Fair and during COVID, that was a pain in the ass because a lot of people said we can't no, do you flights. Couldn't, during you COVID. couldn't. Was, I know everybody had a different comfort level, right? And what we, you gonna do? Yeah, we can't do we can't do flights and things like that. It's a pain in the ass, but um, so it is a, a large space because, like you said, you're able to have stuff inside. Uh, you had the, the couple doors in the back open, and for one of the few times people were able to walk through, you know, the section where you guys are making beer. Yeah, for at night, and that I thought that was cool as a guy that comes there and buys beers and drinks beers because you 
you have the one front space, then you have the other, the little doorway and more, more space with the TV and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And so it's great. You, you can walk in there, be there at the same time as other people. And besides those two places and all the seats outside, you can say, Hey, I, I was there. What so was I? Where the hell were you? Because it actually gets to be a place where you can have that many people with the band and everything else. I know a couple of people that have played there before and it's an awesome place, especially on weekends and every brewery, it seems like has some kind of music at the, on a weekend. Well, yeah, you've got to. In. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You should. They don't have any much metal, though, do they? No, there's <laughs> places for that. You know, like it's kind of whatever. There's, there's, I wish there were metal breweries in the area. Oh, wait. Metal Monkey. Yes. Yeah, Sound Growler. Monkey. Those right. guys, you know, they've, they've got a cover. I mean, hell, I do, I do a lot. My friends uh, got a brewery in uh, Rock Island called Wake. Okay. And their metal is hell. And they, they throw killer shows. Out there, I'll do, like I love I love going to all those places. Yeah, uh, they're my buddies. So it's like we're just another place where both the brewers are metalheads. Sure. Like, okay, we're all just ripping off Three Floyds at the end of the day. Who are we kidding? <laughs> but you know, it's not like our brewery is not that aesthetic. We're we're a nerdy D and D, but right. No, thanks to Stranger Things, that kind of is ubiquitous. Yeah, well, I we're to mention it because you guys actually used some. You have a, a Stranger Things themed thing coming up. Uh, and that thing coming up, where did I read that? I think we just tapped. We you just had it for you the just, for the season finale or whatever. Right. We did. We had two of our previous uh, Dungeon Master brews, which was something before before the uh, hotness of Stranger Things happened. Um, oh. I, I I'm not a historian, but I think that's accurate. Uh -huh. um, we had these beers named after essential D and D monsters. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That made their way into coincidentally. Stranger Things, but yeah, we Demogorgon. had the Demogorgon, Demogorgon, and the Mind Flare. We go. had, we had those stouts, and there were two different variant dessert stouts. I can't remember what's in them, but they're delicious. Well, yeah, it's funny too because uh, if you get a chance, go to Miskatonic on Facebook or wherever, and you and Corey did a video where you were pouring Stranger Things, a Stranger Things themed stout, on frozen waffles. Yes, and then eating it, yeah, eating the waffles, and it looked awesome. I don't know if it was good or not, but whatever it was, your acting came. Your acting chops came in because it looked like you were enjoying. That the wasn't hell out of acting. It. That was not acting. That okay. wasn't acting. Yeah, Corey's the one. He's the serious one all the time. Yeah. I'm that goofball has to put. I mean, I'm the goofball. He has to put up with. Yeah, but no, like he, when he gets when he gets hilarious, he's just in it. Yeah. Well, you mentioned Fox and what Fox. Is Vox Pilsner, is that one? If someone asks you, what are the flagship beers at Miskatonic? Do they have, you have two or three uh, flagships? Is there one flagship? What would you? I would say it's like, hands down, it'd be West Coast Wizard and Vox Pilsner. Those okay. are our two, our two guys that go hand in hand. You yeah. can find those pretty much, pretty much at any local stores. Yeah, because, and, and the West Coast Wizard, you guys are in the process of uh, working on a thing called, on July 29th, you got an Ales for Tails with a company called Spokes, and you're going to do a pet photo contest in search of the Spokes cat, the Spokes dog that's going to be on the label. Yeah, for yeah. the uh, the West Coast Wizard, which is very cool. That's coming up on July 29th. I'm excited for that. I'm going to have to ask Yeah, Winnie would be Jerry, great. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I want to send my I want to send my pit bull Mila. She's adorable yeah. too, but that's cheating, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're cheating. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Can't win. Yeah, you can't. Say two back surgeries. She's the winner. Oh, see, there you go. No, it's like it's just like gonna yeah. melt my heart. You yeah. kidding me? You you can't you can't you can't win when you're you're in part of it. You can't win. But collaborations is a huge thing with all the breweries. Mm -hmm. And how does that all come about? Do you call one of them? I mean, you guys all know each other, and everybody's so close. But I'm looking here. You had collaborations with Oswego with the guys over at Midwest Brew Review, and I had some of them on before. Oh, yeah, and guys. also Skeleton Key. I yeah, mean, you got so you've got three three collaborations out there. How does, it, how does it all start? Does, does someone say, hey, I got an idea. Let's go to Miskatonic. Or do you say, hey, we got an idea. Let's call over. Let's call Skeleton Key. How does it all work? We it's we get ideas all the time. It just comes down to when can we fit it into the schedule? Mm -hmm. Like, because we've got we've got many down the pipeline, to name a few. I know we want to do work with Riverlands. Yep. We want to do work with, uh, oh, my goodness, a foreign exchange. Uh Whiskey Hill, like these are people yeah. we are talking with. I want to do something with my guys at Wake over on the other side of the state. Uh, Solomoth, I'd love to. I know we've collaborated as a brewery, but I wasn't there, so yeah. I'm like, let's do it again. Let's do yeah. it. Let's do it. Um, oh god, uh, Old Irving's another one on top of my okay. list. Okay, especially kind of 
in, in this area and then just anywhere else. It's like, oh, I can go on vacation and maybe go brew. I'll go to Lincoln, Nebraska. My buddy at Cosmic Eye, Sam, he makes killer stuff. I'd love to do that. Sure. As a and hotel, you can st- drunkenly stumble to across the street. That's always a, that's oh, always a key. That's living life. Being somewhere close. Yeah. But I mean, so the people come to you too, right? Other breweries come to you guys. Yeah. And say, listen, we got an idea. Let's do this. And like you said, time is a thing because, as I mentioned, your place was was bigger for the longest time. Miskatonic was brewing hop butcher beer. Yes. Yes. We I were the know. housing. We were the hop butcher was occupying our space. Yeah. And they had their tanks, and yeah, they were using our stuff. Yeah, and and I, whenever Hop Butcher announced a beer, you could go to Miskatonic on every Thursday or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and they'd crank out two other beers, and the guys would be there, you know, uh, you know, showing you what they are, telling you all about the beers and stuff like that. So, is that rare? Are there are there a lot of other places that are brewing for big breweries like a Hop Butcher? I mean, I think it's a situation where uh, we, you know, you gotta keep the tanks. Keep the tanks full, right? And you do it one way or another. Um, our situation that was a nice situation for us for a time. Uh, we're in a position where we're we're growing enough, but at the same time, we take on uh, a lot of contracts, right? Like currently, we're doing work. I don't even know. Like, yeah, we like it's it says on the label, but we've uh, we've brewed with uh, a lot of the pilot project, sure companies, and sure that's awesome because I get the opportunity to learn different techniques. Yeah. Well, we're hoping to have we're hoping to have uh, the guys from Funky Town Brewing on oh, next week. Oh, that's awesome! And oh, they're, they're lovely. They're lovely people. Yeah, they're, I, they're I'm happy the, to be yeah. the vessel for them. They're in the pilot project, and uh, I saw them at Orange and Brew where they had three of their beers, and I bought two of them so they can have them here next week when I have them on the show because because their beers were great. I yeah. tried all three. Someone said, "Did you try two? I said, "No, I tried all three. Why would you not try all three? They make wonderful stuff. Yeah, I'm it's really happy good to be a part of it. And we're. And, I don't quite understand the pilot project. I'm going to let them inter- explain it because they're part of it right now. Yeah. And um, so I'll let them explain it next week because I know a lot of breweries are, are have liked are like that. But then they got to try to figure out at that point, are they going to be good enough to get a place, do their own stuff? Because I know all the guys from Funky Town have their own jobs. Yeah. So they're trying to figure all th- all these things out at this time. Well, that's their that yeah that's that's definitely their own thing. In in our situation, it's kind of nice that we have have the facilities, and a lot of other breweries do this too. Yeah. But it's just yeah. it's really cool. I'm really excited, kind of getting some insights into other people's work. And sure. I I think it's great. Do you um? And I ask a lot of people these questions. Do you have a favorite beer style? You know. Uh, I do. Here, let, listen, before since you have one, before that, what's your favorite beer style to brew? Do you have one to, a favorite one to brew? Oh, man. Um, that might be tougher. That's a hard one to say. I'm still like, like yeah. it's very much a passion industry on that end. Yeah. I'm opening um, the sour now. Oh, so. do it. Yeah, yeah. You got to do it. Do the it. great. Uh, it said, yeah, it's, it's Long Tongue Liar, but it's, uh, what is it? Passion Fruit Orange Guava. Bogs. Okay. Oh, yeah. Bogs as a kid? oh, yeah. Ralph's back this time in pog form. First time, first time I ever had sours was down in New Orleans. I've told the story once or twice. There's a brew, there's a bar in New Orleans called the Avenue Pub on Charles Street. And if you take the Charles Street streetcar, there was a little placard up there that said Avenue Pub, 47 beers on tap, open 24 hours a day. And I looked at my watch and it was 10.30 in the morning. I said, okay, next stop, get off of the Avenue Pub. Some guy hit, hit me up outside for some can- coin. I said, sorry, I can't help you. And I went inside. The The girl that was bartending would, had like a bustier on and like tights. And she was now sitting on the other side of the bar drinking because she was there from 2 in the morning till 10 in the morning. And now she was drinking. And uh, the funny thing about it was the owner was there. She was a lady. And the owner said, she asked me, I was telling her I'm from the Chicago area. She said, we get we get a lot of our beers and ideas from a lady up there. You probably don't know the people at uh, uh, Bavarian Lodge. She said, oh, yeah, I know Bavarian Lodge. <laughs> I mean, Bavarian Lodge is awesome. What she told me was, she goes, Bavarian Lodge can get beers that we can't get. And we, being down in New Orleans, we can get stuff they can't get. Yes. And she goes, we have a little bit of a reciprocal deal. And uh, I said, that's awesome. Because, I mean, if you're going... You know, if you if you like German beers, you like um, imports and stuff like that. Bavarian Lodge is like an awesome place. Oh. The problem is you need you need someone else to drive because there's no way you're leaving there 
Uh, our Ubers. It is, Ubers it is great. a perfect, and Lyfts are a perfect and dangerous place. Yes. The Bavarian Lodge. Yes. Um, so, and it's funny too. One of the first days I was at Goldfinger, I was talking. It was during um, during COVID, and it was a lady sitting there. She was kind of cute, and she we started talking. And she used to she worked at Bavarian Lodge. I had overheard a conversation she was having with Tom from Goldfinger. Yeah. And uh, and I asked her. I was asking her about it. She goes, "Yeah, I'm not working right now because of COVID. I'm a little concerned. This, 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 and this." But it's such a great place, and I'm I'm German, so the food's awesome. Oh, dude! And and the beers are like ridiculously good. I love no Bavarian. Like I celebrated my thirtieth and my fortieth at Bavarian. Oh, at Bavarian, and Tyler, the bar manager, she we uh, we did German schnapps both times, and it was like I mean the first time I remember like yeah when I was thirty, it was like I can go back, I can go to work tomorrow, uh-huh. you know. And this next time, it was like okay, yeah. Yeah, and Germans they like created schnapps, kind of, right? Yeah, I That's believe. Yes, yeah. yes. Let's just say. Let's yes. say yes. Yeah, that was theirs. Okay, so what's your favorite your style to drink? I, I am stuck in the uh, the late two thousands IBU wars. Okay, I love a big, big ridiculous double IPA. Okay, not a hazy per se. Uh huh. I like a good solid West Coast. And talking like eight percent ABV, yep, to fourteen or whatever. I don't care. Do you? I mean, the West Coast Wizard is one like you mentioned. You guys have all the time. I love the West Coast, and it's only six point five. It's not super high ABV, but it's cute. Yeah, but do you have one? I'm looking. See, because I'm looking here online because they have so many beers, and I and I was going to ask you about this, and you probably don't have. They didn't ask you about this. Is it okay if we keep using this because they've used the name tag thing for a while? Yeah. And I love it because you can always tell it's got a little name and it tell a little saying and it's got the name because yeah. the Maybach every year is one I always grab. It's hello, my my uh my name is uh Maybach. And okay. it's wonderful. And but I looked and you've got more. You got the Doppelbach and you got a couple other ones. And is it cool? I mean, I mean, I like it. Oh, now, ever, or is it just a great we're, identifier? We're trying to, we're still working on stuff. I mean, that's what's great is it's nice. It's nice to be in a place that's not a big, bad machine where yeah. everyone's really open and really, really cool. Josh is totally chill. But we got some good ideas. We love Aaron's art. Aaron does amazing work for us. Uh, been doing so for years. But um, we're we're trying to kind of change the, the color, the color change just enough. I know. Because I'll tell you, I got the like the did you get the trier Schwartz beer? Yes, I've okay. tried it. That was blown away. And I love the Doppelbach too. Yes. Now I put that can next to one, and my my uh I someone near and dear to my heart and my family said, Oh, I already had that one. I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Right. Hey, well, someone's not looking. Yeah, you know, like. It goes either way. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you appreciate it. I think it's an awesome label. I do, too. And it, it really it jumps out. And I look at it. So when I go there, I'm looking because it's right behind the bar. They got a, you got a great cooler. And the cooler's got all the beers you can get in four packs or whatever. Mm. And it's wonderful. And the list of beers on the wall. I love Miskatonic. The toughest part about doing this and getting to know a lot of the brewers mm-hmm. is you feel bad when you don't go to these places like on a rotating basis. I've been meaning to tell you that I've missed you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I've, I've been to Miskatonic. Second time I missed you, but yeah. we'd never met at Miskatonic. No, no, exactly. I mean, this is all met, just glamour, folks. We met, we were at the Naperville Ale Fest. You were at the oh, Naperville sure. Ale Fest all day. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I, we came up and we had a beer and um, it was a perfect day. Oh, God. For a guy that's Beautiful. wearing jeans and, and, a, and a vest, it was a good day because yeah. it was like in the 70s. Yeah, and it was perfect. I was it was perfect. Like, I mean, 10 degrees cooler and raining, I would have been happier, but you know what? Everybody else is having a good time. I'm not gonna yuck anyone's yuck. No, you seem like you're having fun. Let me I see. Did. Let me see if I get anything else. This other stuff is all just general beer stuff I got here. And all you you saw in, in our fridge here, our little fridge, which is almost always filled with beer because Matt fills it up with beer. Oh, uh, he's doing a great job. You're doing a great job. He's got some Goose Island job. IPAs. Doing a great job. And, and, but I got the huddly doodly and uh Neighborino. Yeah, I'm jealous. I wanted. I really wanted to go. Yeah, I really wanted to go, but I had to brew the next day, and I'm just. I, I didn't want to enjoy it too much because. Better hurry up and slam those. You guys split them. Oh, 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 oh Fred, can we? Oh, okay, can we, Fred? Can we split it? Can we split it? I've got. I bought a four pack after I drank a couple there, and the thing was, Flipside Brewing 
Eric Pizer, who we had on our show last year. He's the man. Uh, he was at, at that point, he was at Milk Money. Now he is opening up Flipside Brewing, which used to be 350 Brewing, which is interesting because a lot of times I talk to people on here, not a lot of the breweries have either changed, gone under, things like that. Mm -hmm. Milk Money's had a weird little thing going on of late. Uh, Eric left. I knew Dan Burr really well from uh, Scallywag Brewing, mm -hmm. and but not a lot of breweries, which is unbelievable because I'm making a list here. Just where, I mean, not far from where we are. We got Nick and Ivy right here, but I'm in downtown. I'm not downtown Downers. I'm on 75th and Lamont. From there, I got Black Horizon, Miskatonic, Skeleton Key, Pollyanna, Imperial Oak, Ike and Oak, Altar, Noon Whistle's not far, and then Bubble House. Mm -hmm. And more isn't far. Mm -hmm. And they're not done because Go Brewing is opening up in Naperville. Yeah. yeah. Oh, James. Yeah, James. He's he's a buddy. Like he um he used to be at the I used to see him in Tri City. Uh huh. And he's just a kind, wonderful human being. I'm excited. I'm excited for that place because you know when I'm not when I need to maybe cut it out sure. from Solomoth, I'll stumble over there and yeah. And I mean Solomoth and is, is Go Brewing going to be right in that little area because Solomoth is there. Noon Whistles. It's like, it's where it's where Two Fools used to be. Okay. From what I understand. Okay. So I mean. Is it a good thing that there's so many breweries this close? It's great for us. Great hey, for me as a drinker. Great for me as I, a guy who loves breweries. I'm not complaining. You know what? You know what? Uh, even better is is that um, I this I don't know if this is uh, general knowledge, but it's got to be said. Um, we're going to be. Ooh, the beer is making me happy. Uh, <laughs> we are opening a second space. Are you really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. That's very yeah. really cool. It's going to be, it's going to be in downtown Naperville, right on Washington Street. That's amazing. Yeah, That's I'm great. really, really excited. We're still, still working out a lot of the details oh, sure. of it, but that'll cut my commute. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll need me to go work the book, but if they need, you know, they need a little yeah. help. If they got that, that, if they have a tiny brew house, I don't know, like. Yeah. Uh, I'm just excited about that, but that's that's my hometown. Too. Oh, so that's awesome. I'm, uh, and you I'm went really, to Naperville, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put up Naperville, put up with me. I'm not yeah. popular there, but you know, I've been there, been there all my life. You know. Uh, well, I, I mean, I, and I forgot to mention Whiskey Hill, which oh, Whiskey is weird, Hill or the which, best, which is weird because Whiskey Hill used to be Urban Legend when it first opened, and I knew Tim from Urban Legend. I walked in before they opened, just to say, hey, what you what you guys got going on here. I started talking to Tim, and I went there. Just walk Legend. into random industrial parks they, and ask what's going on. Well, I knew where they were. Okay. I knew, I, <laughs> there was an article in the local paper that said they were opening soon, and I just walked in and checked it out. That's so, awesome. so we 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 did that. Um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let I'm gonna let uh, Mick leave, right? And then talk some sports. Oh, yeah. Keep on, keep on, keep on. Look at Hank. Talk, talk sports. We, cool. can, we got beers. beers. No, we'll talk some more beer. We can do that. We got to take a break. We got some wonderful sponsors, including Nick and Ivy. Hopefully, they'll be listed here. And uh, we got some other stuff to get into. I want to ask you a couple more questions about some of the beer stuff. We'll do that when we come back. Mick Dempsey from Miskatonic with us here on Hughes Views and Brews on 1252 Sports. Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service-oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations, and most of all, we truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website, homesbyjdt.com, or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan Darren team.
Hi, I'm Jonathan Darren, licensed real estate broker with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group in Homer Glen. Are you looking to buy or sell? Have you been disappointed in the past? The Jonathan Darren team with Cobble Banker Real Estate Group focuses on providing you with a concierge level of service during the process of buying or selling. We are a service-oriented team with a fresh and professional approach to selling real estate. Our goal is to combine knowledge, skills, and passion to exceed our clients' expectations, and most of all, we truly care. We are a knowledgeable real estate team focused on offering expertise and innovative solutions for our clients. The Jonathan Darren team has five full-service real estate brokers and a dedicated full-time marketer servicing all of Chicagoland. We will customize a detailed plan around your timeline for a sale, purchase, investment, estate, or other needs. Real estate transactions can be stressful, but don't need to be. Let us handle it for you. Visit our website, homesbyjdt.com, or call 708-308-1938 today. Expect better in real estate. Choose the Jonathan Darren team. Hi, this is Kathy O'Connell at Coach's Corner, located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Our phone number is 708-364-1026. We are Orland Park's number one sports bar. Come in for our wonderful beer menu and seltzers with a fully stocked bar. Watch a game, drink a beer, and try something off our amazing menu. We have everything to choose from, nachos, potato skins, and our house-made bar chips to start off with. Then try our tacos, burgers, and one of our delicious sandwiches. And don't leave without trying our famous jumbo wings. They do not disappoint. Coach's Corner, it will sure to become your local bar. Again, we are located at 8118 West 143rd Street in Orland Park. Come see us today. Hello, this is Paul from Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. We are located at 1026 South State Street in historic downtown Lockport, Illinois. We are very excited to be partnering up with the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show as well as the 1252 brand because we are one of the few Chicagoland breweries that embrace sports and sports culture. Come in for a fresh brewed beer made right here in Lockport while catching the game of your favorite team. Stay for the live music that we have booked every weekend or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for a fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois. Welcome back. It is Hubes Views and Brews. We've been talking a lot of beer with Mick Dempsey from Miskatonic Brewing. And as you mentioned, you keep talking about how you're like the low man in the totem pole. But uh, I mean, that's just playing. I'm very happy. Yeah. Corey, no, no, no. But I mean, Corey's there. Corey's been there for a while. Was Corey there when you, before you got there, right? Yeah. Okay. He had just become the head brewer okay. when I got there. Corey Davidson's there. Josh is the president and then josh and john are the co-founders now i was telling you before when you sat down here earlier today john i had met him one day because i had talked about gordon beers when i was on the radio and yeah. then i went they had a thing and he was outside and a little thing at uh, uh the promenade in bolingbrook yeah which yeah. was awesome i loved gordon beers now the whole thing ended up going to rock bottom then it closed yeah but i loved it i thought it was, the beer was great and i'm a big german guy they had a bunch of german beers and stuff I go there all the time. Their food was wonderful, but I had met them before and they got to be thrilled with the way things are going. I would think because, um, you know, when people come to this area, um, there are so many great breweries and Miskatonic is always one of the ones on the list. And it's just, it's, it's, you guys just have to continue to be good, right? I mean, how else do you get, get people to come in? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just have to, on a daily basis, when you and Corey get together, you just got to make great beer. And then it's uh, it's up to Evan to get people to come in. She's got to work her tail she's off. Got, she's got the hard work. She's got to put up with. Uh, she's got to put up with the public. 
Yeah. She's, well, and she's great at it. Oh, I she's said, amazing. She's I, absolutely amazing. Yeah. I, she started same week I did. Did she? Yeah. Okay. She and I have been there almost a year now. Yeah. I and, saw her the other day over at Skeleton Key for their anniversary. And um, um, she was with her boyfriend, Adam. And Adam, I see. Adam was at every place I've been the last week. Everywhere I go. Workforce. Adam was there. Skeleton. Yeah. Stalker. No, no, he thinks I'm stalking funny, him. Funny, I think. he's everywhere. I'm not. Oh. And I, I just feel I can't help but take that personally. So, but I mean, it's every single place has to work hard to get people to come in. And I know that Skeleton Key's doing some kind of thing with a with a radio, old radio type broadcast and things like that. Yeah, that's and awesome. you guys got the ales for tales and other things that you have to come in. Uh, the the bands and stuff like that. It's just it's. I know it's a wonderful community. Mm -hmm. Beer people, it's the only industry I've ever heard about where everybody wants everybody to succeed. But you're also competing with everybody, aren't you? In a way. Yeah, I suppose. But I mean, it's like music. You find the ones you connect with. Uh -huh. And, you know, you stick with them. You, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of one of those things. Like, you find the ones you connect with and you probably frequent those more. Right. And that's... And that's what, as a, as a guy that goes to breweries, you know, I'll get in my car and I go, okay, where am I going? Like the other day, I went to Skeleton Key. I said, I can stop in Miskatonic. I can stop at Skeleton Key. I can go home. Yeah. Then what are we going to do? Which way is the car going to go? I know, right? That's a tough which, call. Which way is the turn signal going to go? It is a tough call. And yeah. then you could go to Black Horizon. You can go so many different directions. Yeah. You've got options. Yeah. What and a terrible time to be a boozer. No, it's a wonder, absolutely wonderful time. That's what I mean. mean yeah, and Black Horizon, and we'll t we'll hit some yeah. of the things that we had to talk about because Black Horizon celebrated their fifth anniversary, and uh, Charles and Alex and um, Kevin. We got a comment. Do we? Oh, from Joe. Batman and beer people are the best people. There's no doubt about it. Beer people are the best people. I agree. Yeah, uh, reach. Yeah, but Black Horizon had their fifth anniversary. I figured, okay, they open at eleven. I'll wait till like one to get there. It was packed. No, of course, not. people were all over the place. They mm -hmm. had all. They had a special beer at two, a special tabbies at two, and at four, and at six, and at eight. Oh, jeez! I told Charles when I walked in last year. I got there at ten thirty. They were only open till eleven. I walked in. Charles was pouring me bourbon from Eighteenth Street in uh, Indiana. Oh, like, what the hell? Because I, I came oh, here for that's beer. Awesome. He goes, no, no, no. Drink this. Drink uh, this instead. So I told him that on Saturday, and he said, "If you stick around tonight, I may be doing the same thing." And I, I couldn't come back at night Ooh. because I was there in the afternoon. Their beer was great. They had so many great beers. They have a black lager. And, oh, and then right. they And then they put some habanero peppers in one, but they didn't overdo it. And that's okay. that's a thing that a lot of breweries, I have been at Noon Whistle. Chet Brett is a guy everybody knows. Chet's a big, tall oh, man. Oh, we believe met me. Yeah, no, he's a half feet tall. Yes, he oh, is. Yeah, no, he is. He is. Like he is part of the scene. He is. Uh, yes, he is. Love Chet Brett. He is. He is up there. He's love one of the demi. Chet he's. He, he, I would call him a demigod yeah. of, of Chicago amazing. craft beer. I was not. Yes, he is. We've had Chet on a couple times, and uh, you look at it, and um, I forget where I'm going because I was talking about Chet now. Um, well, he got drunk with bourbon. That's what happened. You oh, that's right. Yeah. That. yeah, but but you, you look at it, and 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 he and he's introduced me to almost everybody between him, Vicky Reed, and back in the day, Justin Maynard. Who? Oh yeah, Justin. Yeah, okay, Justin, who used to be in charge of the, he was a president, I guess, of the Illinois Craft Brewers Guild for a while. And so those three people introduced me to everybody, and slowly but surely, I, I mean, one of the reasons I went to Naperville Ale Fest, other than to drink beer. Yeah. Was to just uh, meet people and see people. You like the rustic setting of the neighbor settlement because you're also a history buff. I had never been to the neighbor settlement before. Just like, look at here's an old building. Don't yeah. look at it directly or the wind will blow. It's so ancient. I've Watch actually, out. I've actually some heard... lady in a funny bonnet who's ironically not Amish is gonna tell you to stop. I've actually heard the building that was behind you that was behind you is is very, very cool. Yeah. Because my girlfriend's grown up in uh, in Napier, or lived in Naperville for quite yeah. a long time. But you know what impressed me a lot about that beer fest? And I'm sure you've been to a bunch of them. Yeah. But the number of food trucks they had. Oh, yeah, dude. They had like 10 food trucks. And it was yeah. awesome. The food was great. They had one area just for milkshake IPAs. They had one booth that was that's, just milkshake IPAs. That's great. And I thought that was amazing because not everybody brought stuff. You never know when you go to these places. Like I went to Noon Whistle. I went to um, Solid Both. They were the 
the uh, big sponsors. They were the big sponsors. Oh, yeah. I'm someone who's never tried a craft beer. What do you suggest I prefer a beer that's light? Oh, there's so many lager breweries out there. Yes. Like, Lagers I mean, are where it's at. Yes. now, I'm, now, I'm to you guys, you get the beer aficionados. I'm going to you guys. Now, now, given the current guest, the. <laughs> Vox Pilsner. Vox Pilsner. Vox Pilsner. Yeah. It's top notch. It's a great recipe, and we're get, making it even so better. I, I have a question for you guys. Excellent. I, I really do. It. This that's is that's Mike off. from the Peanut Gallery. Yeah, this is, this is me from the Peanut Gallery here. <laughs> I'm, I'm off camera. But how, me being a guy, this is a question I have a lot of. A lot of people want to get Nick and I beer. A lot of people want to get guests beer that come on, on Fred's show. Uh-huh. How can we go about shipping beer to people? You have to get some How things changed. This? This, change We're this. trying to figure that out on it. It's, it's kind of one of those groundswell things. It's we got to kind of work things. its way up because it's, it's hard. We work with a distro on our end. Okay. And so that's a difficult thing for me to say on that end. But there is, uh, there are definitely subscriptions that work through distro to kind of get that stuff. I'm coming with the Larry King question. Yeah, no, whatever. Like it's 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 difficult, and sometimes you know he's just like that's the traveling thing, man. It goes such a long way in this industry because when I go out, when yeah. I go out, like when I was in Denver, right? Like anybody from Chicago goes to Denver. Sure, you're you going to uh, all the beer places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but I bring my stuff too. Okay, and it's kind of hey, here you go. Yeah, love you, and you get the love back, and then you try to bring them back. If you don't drink it all, you get to share it with other friends. Sure. And that's a good thing, but yeah. uh, um, there it is. A, it is a hard line. There are a lot of uh, there are a lot of uh, how should I say uh, bottle share kind of crews that you can contact on the internet. I can't speak for no, the but legality legally, of that. I was going to say, but legally, it's weird because I uh, friends of mine had given me a beer of the month club. Okay, I don't get any of the beers from the Chicago area, but I'll get beers from. Um, Charlotte, I'll get beers from uh, Maine. I'll get beers from other places, but you can't you can't just put a bunch of Vox Pilsner in a in a package and ship it. That's no, not you, you, you cannot you cannot you can't do, do that. that. So that's bullshit. It's 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 a weird and every year every year they go down to Springfield and try to get that changed for the state. But I is it a nationwide rule? I think I, it is. I think it's 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 more relaxed. It's kind of one of those things, sure. state to state. It's it it goes, it's it's different. And unfortunately, that gets into the into the area because I am sadly not as well traveled as I should be. No, because believe me, it's like I know there's been breweries like I got to go to uh, Asheville last uh, last year, and like I was like, I love you guys. I want to get yeah. I want to give you my stuff. The only reason I'm asking, the only reason I'm asking, I'm off camera, guys. I'm off camera. Off camera. That's Mike, the brains behind the operation. <laughs> you stop. I can't. I love that. I'm not, I have no brains at all. Zero. I love saying that. It's much mouth. The only reason I'm is because our, our, our guy here, Matt, brought over a couple of really kick-ass beers. Uh, he brought, he brought oh, from Texas. From Texas, yeah. Oh, Texas uh, Brewing. The mm. Texas Leaguer. This is a beer called Texas Leaguer from Texas. Box, and there's another one that's really, really kick-ass, too. That really, they they really tasted really well, and they're from Texas. I'm, so I'm wondering, like, how how do we how, how do somebody like Miskatonic, how does somebody like Miskatonic send beers to a guy up in Syracuse, New York? You have to. There's a situation where I know you can get into these subscription beer of the month things, where you have though you work with another distributor, and it's just sent to that region. It's kind of a regional thing. We we have had some contacts. To do that, that is definitely something in the works. Uh, can't give you any more details, but well, uh, I mean, look, think about it. We got to get that going. Well, that's think about it though. Thing. People that people that love um, New Glarus, okay? Yeah. People that love what the hell is the brewery? Well, yeah, but people that love the brewery from Pennsylvania, what the hell? Oh, is Yingling. It? Yeah, Yingling. People yeah. That yeah. love Yingling. You can't like get it here in Illinois. You have to drive in. And, and Quickest trick, have an uncle who lives near Pennsylvania. Yeah, Stag. exactly. Stag. Well, Stag. And now they even go to Indiana. I think they actually they, go to they, parts they, of Indiana. They, they do. My which uncle is, actually lives in Indiana, but he's real Yeah, close. which is great. And yeah. but you can't even get that. And New Glarus, I think, takes pride that you got to go up to Wisconsin to get their beer. Uh, one other thing here. Um, Goldfinger's got their second lager anniversary coming up. Uh, Two Skeleton years Key. Yeah. Skeleton oh. Key's got 
Pints for Paws, another thing for the dogs. Uh, beer tasting fundraiser on August 6th for the uh, West Suburban Humane Society. I mentioned workforce and flip side. I cannot wait till Eric Pizer opens his place. And he's gonna, I talked to him the other day, too. He, they're going to open it, and it's going to be not only beer, it's going to be spirits, and they're going to have food. I kind of like when it's just beer because I just think the more you add, the more difficult it is. The more problems can arise. That's just me. That's hey, not man. you saying that. I know, but it's the Pizer, dude. Like, I know. I don't care. He could probably serve me a shoe covered in cheese. I hope like, so. Bro, I love you. This is awesome. I hope so because I wanted all the work because I've been to 350 before. I was at 350 when they opened up. I tried to hit all these places. I hit 350 Hailstorm. It was a perfect little nice. thing back then. Scott Sound Growler, like you had mentioned. And there's so many great breweries. Um, I appreciate you for coming on in. Oh, my um, problem. And I no appreciate problem. the beers, too. The beers are great. And we worked the deal. I'm I getting... can sit and listen you talk about sports for the night. We can have beer. And you got you got sports to do. You got 10 minutes to talk of 50 that's, minutes worth of that's sports. That's fine. We can take a quick commercial break. You can sit here, chime in on anything you sure. might want to. Sure. And let, we'll take a break. We'll hit some of our virtuals. And uh, I'll even give you the howdly doodly if you want it oh, now. Oh, oh, that'd be fun. Okay. Because yeah. I've got, there's some left. In, well, oh, there's plenty of miskatonic to go around. Yeah. Team. Yeah, everybody here is enjoying I'm not them. denying any of it. So we'll we'll take, take a break, come back. I'll hit a couple of sports things. The uh, peanut gallery will jump on in, and we'll do that. And more, we come back here on Hubes, Views, and Brews on 1252 Sports. Megaplex Sports Complex is a 78,000-square-foot center filled with hardwood and turf. They have baseball rentals with batting cages, softball, soccer, lacrosse, Gymnastics, cheerleading, cornhole, basketball, volleyball, and pickleball. It also features a bar and grill with the best pizza and beef sandwiches around. They cater to events such as birthdays, graduations, corporate parties, as well as memorabilia shows. Check them out at Megaplex Sports Complex, 15301 South Bell Road in Homer Glen, 708-966-4210. Football, are you ready, brother? Real football action on a glossy game surface, played shuffle style. Slide a shuffle puck at pass or run targets, and a free mobile app keeps track of every game detail. Easy to learn, but this game of skill is difficult to master. Take care of the ball, or turnovers will kill your drive. The game is guaranteed to get your competitive fire burning, and it's perfectly sized to take anywhere. The park, a barbecue, your next tailgate, or fun at home on game nights. Fonzie football is simply the best, most realistic, and competitive game of football available anywhere. Add defense when your skill improves, and take the game to the next level. The perfect mix of fast action and real football drama where a last-second Hail Mary can break hearts or make champions. Fozzie football. Oh, nice. All right, we're yeah. back. Yeah, Fozzie football. Again, uh, I lost two games the other day to my guy Damian. Because you suck. Oh, I lost by two points in the first game. I beat him the second game, and I lost by four points. I lost by four points in the third game. It's the best two out of three. I'm two and nine. That blows. It really does. Um, I'm sorry to tell you, Brad. You're not, you're not doing too much. I'm not, I'm not going to the playoffs. I know. Listen, I know. we're trying to get you in. I'm the Bengals from two years ago. We're trying to get you in. I'm really bad, and I'll I'm get better. I'm games against Tony next week. No, you don't. To get you in. No, no. Yeah. Tony's 0-8. I know. He's terrible. Oh, yeah, too. he's bad. Yeah. And he's so happy about being terrible. Yeah, well. He's like, oh, I lost again. Okay. We don't want to talk too long because we want to get to Nick and Ivy to watch uh, Home Run Derby. Let's, let's see how the road takes us. Let's see, let's see where this takes us. Okay, 90-second All-Star game tomorrow. Mick doesn't care. Mick's not a sports guy. I'm very happy for them. But you can see. But you I'm can actually. Happy. You can actually. It's actually years. a great game to drink through because tomorrow night, Tuesday night. Every uh, hour you take game, a drink. You could do, not every out. Jesus. 
there's a lot of outs. But now they've 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 come up with something which is I think a lot of sports fans would like. And a lot of sports fans are going to be hoping for a tie tomorrow because if they're tied after nine innings, they're going to finish the game with a home run derby. Each manager is going to pick three guys. They're going to take three swings. And whatever the result is, that's who the winner is. And that's actually cool. That's they, you know, hockey has their shootouts and all the other stuff. But in baseball, baseball started years ago when the managers screwed everything up and they had no players left. They had to call a game a tie. And then ever after that, it was like games count. Whoever wins goes to the World Series and all that kind of crap. Um, that's not cool. Uh, the Cubs have two players in the All-Star game. Ian Happ is uh, there. Wilson Contreras is starting. White Sox have two players, Tim Anderson at shortstop. And uh, Liam Hendricks has uh, been added because uh, so many people I – get, I get the notes here. You know, they name All-Star teams. And you think if you name an All-Star team, like if, he, if they named you as an all-star brewer, yeah. you'd want to show up and you'd want to participate. I'd like to, I'd, I'd feel honored and, yeah. and flattered. I'd yeah. like to do a good job. You know? Yeah. 18 of the players that have been named to the all-star game have already begged out for one reason or another. 18 of them. Well, now, where is it at? It's in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium. Okay, so, so that would be a fun place to go. Yeah. Too, right? It's an awesome yeah, place. Yeah. Right. Great stadium. Yeah. So uh, I may, I may have overstepped 12 have, have uh, are going to miss the game. And, a lot of the guys pitched yesterday, so there's no reason for them to play in the game on Tuesday. They're not going to be able to pitch, and that's fine. Everybody was complaining about Dylan Cease not making the All-Star team. He wouldn't have pitched anyway. He went for the White Sox, did a great game for the White Sox, went seven innings, pitched really well. White Sox take three out of four from Minnesota. That was awesome. I got a question. Uh, we'll get to your question in a minute. Um, so the All-Star, the one thing Los Angeles and baseball's done right, and I've never said this before. Because I think Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, is a douche. Okay. And, but the Major League Baseball has worked this out where they have a whole weekend in Los Angeles for the All Star game. Okay. Saturday. Oh, I hope your phone. No, it It'll be it, okay. It fell on the right side. It happens all the time. Yeah. So they have, um, they had a celebrity softball game on Saturday. They have the Futures game, which all the young guys that are in the, in the minor leagues are, and, and things like that that could be in the big leagues soon, they play in the game. They had the draft. The Major League Baseball draft started last night. That's Sunday. They have the Home Run Derby tonight on Monday. They have the game on Tuesday. So people that are going, and it's expensive, I'm sure, to spend a weekend in Los Angeles, but they have events every day. They have oh, all that... kinds of great stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, and I didn't mention it, because tickets were on sale. I'm sure they sold out. GABF? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. No, like, exactly. Yeah. If you like baseball uh -huh. and you have money for yeah. it. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. The Great American Beer Fest is uh, October 6th, 7th, and 8th in Denver. And that's on my bucket list. If you're if you're not too drunk to get high, you know? I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> Yeah. So you're in Denver. So, but that's on my list. That's on my list because the but the, there's 500 brewers there. Mm. And if you buy tickets for all three days, I think it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you get tickets and it's like, oh, my God, how am I going to drink this much beer? But, you know, they give you small You glasses. drink like it's a home run derby. Yes, you do. You drink, you drink constantly. And it's awesome. So, so um, Kyle Schwarber in the, in the home run derby tonight. And everybody says, oh, Kyle Schwarber, he's having a great year. I looked at it. He said he's got 29 homers. He has 58 runs batted in. And he is hitting 208. 208 fucking eight. That's brutal. Smash it. But 208. Smash he it. is, he is a softball player. He Smash is the guy that hits the crap out of the ball when he needs to. He's going up against Albert Pujols tonight. You've got Pete Alonzo looking for a three-time winner against Ronald Lacuna, who has eight home runs. No sense. No. Makes no sense. I don't care if he just got back. He's hit eight home runs this year. You've got um Boy, it'd be so great if I could read my writing. You've got Juan Soto, who just turned down $440 million for 15 years, going against Jose Ramirez. Yeah, we'll get it in a second. And Seager and Julio Rodriguez, who's a rookie, 21-year-old rookie in the home run derby contest. Okay, Jeez. let's go to Mike. Mike, what's up? What would you do for $440 million? It's not enough. <laughs> Listen, there's would, a reason it's not enough. I would okay. sell my wife. My dogs. 
Yeah. You would never sell Every your dogs. You would never sell your dogs. Area. I know that. I know you. You would never sell your dogs. Four hundred forty million. So. $440 million, but the reason he turned this down, this guy from the Washington Nationals turned down $440 million for 15 years. But here's why he did it. Because there are, let's see, Schwarber, Cole, Trout, Correa, Strasburg, Rendon, Lindor, Bauer, Arenado, Cabrera, Price, Betts, and Machado. That's 13 guys making more money per year than him. And he said, screw you. I'm not going to take a deal where I'm making less than these 13 guys. So... Now they may end up trading him. And um, everybody freaked out. He called me. I'm sitting at home relaxing. And he goes, how the hell can Soto turn down 440? And I said, I don't know. I didn't know anything about it. I was watching. I was playing video games. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> but I said, I don't understand. Xbox? No, I got I'm a PlayStation. You're a PlayStation guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't, I didn't know. I am a PlayStation yeah. guy myself. I'm a PlayStation. And a Nintendo guy. Uh, hell, years ago, I used to be a television guy, but I'm the only guy in here that knows what a television is. I know what a television yeah. is. Okay. It awesome. It's not yeah. sports things. I know some things. <laughs> so, okay, two quick things, and uh, we'll get you guys out of here. We'll let you go. We got a couple other things here. Nobody's going to care about this. Nobody in this room cares about this. The Bulls went four and one in the summer league. I watched the Bulls summer league the games Bulls. because the Bulls. Be, there you go. Because my I got I got uh, I got YouTube TV and YouTube TV. I just said record Bulls games. It recorded all the summer league games and I watched them. They played their asses off. They played well. A bunch of guys are not going to play except this uh, the one guy uh, Simonovic. A big guy who could play, but uh, the Bulls came up and they signed Andre Drummond. They also got Vooch. So I don't know that uh, Simonovic is going to be able to play much. But you know what? He made second team summer league, which is a big deal for him. And that's great. He's a third-year guy. And the other thing is, and we could have done a whole show on this. I know Matt's sitting here with his Hawks jersey on. Eddie Olchek announced earlier today, or actually the Blackhawks announced earlier today, Eddie Olchek's not going to be doing Blackhawk hockey anymore. And um, he was heartfelt and uh, teary-eyed when he joined Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Eddie's a great guy. Eddie's an awesome guy. Um, and a great play by a great color commentator, even a better guy. And uh, he's I think he's going to be doing games for the Seattle Kraken. And maybe they'll give him a lifetime supply of Kraken rum. I'm not sure what uh, it is. But that would be a good lifetime yeah. supply of Kraken rum and calamari. I, mean, I, I don't know who that is. Well, he's got a wife Calamari. in squids. Oh, calamari. I didn't yeah. hear he's I had to say it. Sorry. Calamari is good. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like calamari. Would you, I grilled is better. The grilled is better than fried. No. Grilled calamari is better than fried. No. We'll throw it's that It's a tomato, out. tomato. It's yeah. a total different situation. Depends well, upon the sauce. Going on next week's Matt, what Matt it depends yeah. upon the sauce on the side kind of situation. Yeah. I don't know. I could, I could go either way. I How you treat your rubber yeah, bands? I can never. It does taste a little bit. You know what? When you were when I was a kid growing up, they had these they had these pink rubber balls, these pink hollow rubber balls. Yeah. For the longest time, I thought that's what calamari was. You just cut up the pink rubber ball. But actually, over the years, I've come to like it and enjoy the hell out of it. So Eddie Olchek's out. Uh, nobody wants to listen to the Blackhawks next year. And Eddie Olchek, there's no way he wanted to call these games. Because they're going to be a bad team. They're going to struggle for a couple of years now. Probably the last years of Kane and Taves. So Old Check is making the right move. Whatever it is, unless they were going to pay him as much as he was making before, and I'm sure they weren't. So he steps away, and that's great. Um, Mick, I appreciate you jumping on in. I appreciate you coming here, bringing the beers. Those were awesome. We had a great time, and I will show up at Miskatonic soon. You probably won't be there. Oh, whatever. I'll try to avoid you. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. So, no, I'll give you a tour. I'll yeah, give you a tour if I can. That'd be awesome. I've, I've been through the whole place with other people. I'm sure you have, but you yeah. haven't been with me. Because no. I don't know what half the stuff is. No. I'm like, that's a big silver thing <laughs> where I put the hot stuff in. Yeah, there you go. That's And, and then we end up drinking it here. Yes, Some great do. beers. You get a chance to go to Miskatonic. The NZ Triple is awesome. And also, if you don't like sours, you should try the Kettle Sour. Because this is amazing. It's the Pog Long Tongue Liar Kettle Sour. It doesn't taste like a sour. Some people think you've had one sour, way too sour. This is awesome. So check it out. Try it at Miskatonic. It's good when we do it. They're in Darien. You can't beat it. Um, Right on Frontage Road in Darien. It's a great, great time. 
They got great music, great live bands over the weekend and stuff like that. So stop on by. I'll be back next week. Don't forget also Harry Bird from um, the Overs, Unders and Overs. Overs and no Unders. Runner. Overs and Unders. And I was on his show. I, I uh, kept texting him yeah, on he Friday. He keeps on he does. He, well, he didn't win when I – he didn't win when I – that is stuff. Oh, that's another shit, story. Harry? But Harry and Peter Blake they did a great show on Friday. Also, you have Jacob Charnow, who does the uh, football show, the uh, hard count football on Sundays. And this guy right here, Fat Mike, he's off camera. I'm sure you do. Shane Matthews. Oh, yeah? Shane Matthews joining me this week. Former Florida quarterback. Former Florida quarterback, former Chicago Bear quarterback. There you go. Shane Matthews nice. will join Fat Mike on a Wednesday. So we're going to get into a lot more football talk. And don't forget, if you get a chance, you can check out me and Mike on Facebook and on Twitter. we got a big event coming up on September 11th. It is the opening of the football season. The Bears take on the 49ers. The Bears. That's right. And we got, for get on over. Get a, you, can, you can sign up, buy your tickets for our event over at Nick and Ivy. It's 40 bucks. It's uh, food. It's still 40 two bucks. Free right? raffle tickets. Oh, no. I get the I don't. Two raffle beer tickets, tickets, two beers, food, all kinds of stuff. Plus, you get to listen to me and Mike do our pregame from yes. 10 30 on. We'll have all kinds of fun at Nick and Ivy for a Niners victory. I'm sorry. Oh. oh. We'll do that Niners Bears thing. I'll have, my, I'll have my Niners gear on throughout Ooh. the course of the game. So Ooh. we'll do that too. So thanks for watching today. Head on out to Miskatonic. We'll have a lot more beer talk next week. Hopefully, the guys from Funky Town Brewing will join us right here on Hubes Views and Brews and 1252 Sports. Thanks Won't a lot. You let me the get Bears. Funky Town. Won't you get me to Funky Town? Thank you for listening to 1252 Sports Chicago.